Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Gamer Grudge. All right, welcome to Gamer Grudge. Uh, due to a lot of short notices, this is going to be a, a a more minor episode. Two v two, Mac versus our guest here, uh, Bayou. Bayou Bangle. Bayou Billy, got it. Bangle, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> it's the LSU hate, man. I get it. No, I get it. Man. But, um, but, uh, you voted for it. You guys wanted to see Silent Hill for Halloween. Uh, unfortunately these days, it's hard to find people that have played Silent Hill. Mostly because the remasters are just awful. <laughs> so, uh, without further ado, Angie, could you, uh, could you go through the rules for us? Wow. You're not going to introduce me? Everybody knows who you are. Yeah. Yeah, Mac. <laughs> okay, we'll go through the rules. The rules. <laughs> oh, that's me. <laughs> we're professionals, I promise. Yeah, we are. We are. We are. We're professionals, guys. There we go. The rules. All right. Folks, here are the rules. There are four rounds with one question per round. The point is awarded to the fighter with the best argument. The two fighters with the most points will then advance to the P PvP round. In the event that there is a tie, a tiebreaker will then commence in the form of a quick bait or grudge quiz. And we have five phases, folks. Phase one is the introduction where you guys simply state your answer, nothing more, just straight answer. Phase two, you guys have three minutes each to make your arguments, explain why you chose your answer. Phase three is the grudge match. You guys have five minutes to fight it all out, tear each other's arguments apart and have fun. Phase four is the last minute where the judge will ask one question and you have one minute to answer that question. Phase five is where we do the fact checking and we give you guys the verdict. Sorry, just uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, since I actually ended up winning the championship out of Silent Hill, I thought it, people thought it, Max thought it would be appropriate that uh, I'd be the one judging this. Yeah, yeah, I guess. And that I know a lot about Silent Hill. Exactly. Yeah. What, whatever you say. Whatever you say, that. <laughs> what do you know about Silent Hill, Max? We're going to find out. Yeah, we're going to find out. Uh, I'd like to preface this by saying I didn't prepare very well for this debate, so I plan on doing the Donald Trump technique, just telling you you have small hands and hoping I win. So, <laughs> Hopefully. Hold up. I'm the only one that do the Donald Trump jokes here, sir. <laughs> that is straight news. <laughs> and it begins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How many, how many, do you have the cards ready, Angie? I have some of them ready. Savannah has taken the other ones hostage. 
Thank you, Savannah. I love you. <laughs> I love that. Cat. I mean, the next the next plan was to have electroshock your ball. I mean, so I mean, we I guess we have to advance that timetable, Mac. No, no, look, look, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're not doing the Rick and Morty technique every two seconds and stuff. No, no, no. We're going, to, we're going the technique from uh, I from IT crowd. Oh, okay. Oh, that's no, no, no. I'm sorry. I apologize. I thought it was every ten seconds to stab your balls, just like in Rick and Morty. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. it's whenever you start getting excited, then your balls get. Oh, okay. We'll just move this along. <laughs> you want to play the montage? No, do you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> All right then. Yay! Montage! Montage! question on our docket oh it's backwards uh we are professionals <laughs> i'm not professional it's, to read backwards uh it's, i think it said best game in the silent hill series oh yes, I know. question one is best game in the silent hill franchise got you see i, I got say, the questions pulled up on twitter also so yeah it, which way is backwards is my question here. that's right way yeah right now it was right way yeah yeah because I can't tell which way gotcha. came out. So, all right. So, Max, since this is these are your questions mostly, what what's what's your answer? Oh, I went with Silent Hill One, the original. And uh, Billy. Billy Bangle. <laughs> it's gonna be uh, mine's gonna be Silent Hill Two. Uh, that's where it's a lot of it's going to differ because with me, uh, growing up, <clears throat> oh, wait, no, no, I can't. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. It's nah, okay. It's okay. All right. Oh. All right. Mac, state your arguments. Um, look, um, I'm not going to preference that it's the beginning, but I'm just going to say that um, while it is the older game and it is the first game, um, Silent Hill 1, when you first played it, when you put it on the PlayStation, it's still a haunting game. Going through Silent Hill, trying to find your way through Silent Hill, trying to figure out what are you doing. 
um, the moment you hit that alleyway and you're trying to find your way out, it's just it's just really an uncomfortable experience. Um, this this is a masterful, masterful crafted game for the PlayStation. Um, this is a game that scared the bejesus out of me when I first played it. Um, me going through that school, the fact that you see these, that the fact that they're mutated kids and not actual kids is something else. That's something scary. Um, the maze of the school, the fact that you got to fight that monster at the end of the school was something interesting. Um, the different pathways of where you're going in, either into upside down world or whatever. Um, the fact that the haunting of get, getting dark. You got to get in the house. You got to get somewhere safe. When it gets dark, it just, it, it's a scary moment. You got to literally get into the, you better get to the place where you need to go or else you are screwed. It's just, this game did a lot to just scare you. This game done, this done, it's just, it just said, this is something that, that in this time, it was either Resident Evil or Silent Hill. And I admit, I played Silent Hill. I played Resident Evil first place before I played Silent Hill. This game, when I played it, even I played this game when I was an adult, and that's years after it's. This is years after, like the play. This is when the PlayStation Three was out. <clears throat> it still holds up. It's a game that still holds up. It, uh, one of Konami's crown achievements. Um, it's the game that everybody. It's it's one of the kind of these crown achievements. It's the game that everybody tries to look forward to, to strive for. The story is interesting. You're a man that's trying to find your daughter in this haunted town. You're just trying to find your daughter in this very very haunted town. That you're trying to while you're trying to find zombies and fight these different creatures. Um, like I said, spooky, spooky, spooky game. I adore this game. This game has done wonders. That's all I had to say. All right. So that was a lot of all he had to say. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, it's going to be hard to beat that. Um, all right. I'm not as persuasive. All right. Bayou, what are your, what are, what are your reasons for uh, Silent Hill 2? Uh, it's considered, uh, all right. So nostalgia, first off, uh, I was, my first console I remember having was a PlayStation 2. And I remember playing Silent Hill 2 when I was seven years old. Not supposed to happen, but, you know. It was nostalgia pressing the on button and hearing that iconic PS2 theme going into Silent Hill 2. Uh, it's often considered one of the greatest horror games ever made. Um, and it's also considered one of the greatest games ever made. It, explained a lot, uh, it explored a lot more of the backstory of the town and the story to me was better because it involved getting a letter from his dead wife and going and finding her, which is always kind of a, to me, it's a good storyline in any horror thing is, you know, because who wouldn't want to get a letter or call from a dead relative? So to me, it just sounds like a better story overall. And I think it did explain, uh, explore more of the backstory and explained a lot more about the town to me anyway. So I replayed it when I was older, when I started my PS2, I was 18, and I appreciated the story a lot more than I did when I was a kid, because I didn't get past really the first stage as a child, because I sucked at video games, but <laughs> I still suck at video games, but the uh, replaying it as I was older is a lot better for me, 
So Silent Hill 2. And uh, a lot of the a lot of it, like I said, is nostalgia. And because I'm a big nostalgia freak, so that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> I guess that's how I end it. All right. So it's time for the grudge round. You two proceed to yell at each other's argument and try and figure out uh, who did best. So you get, you get both the yelling commence. All right, Mac, you go first on this one. You have small hands and your game sucks. Hey, <laughs> I said I was using the Donald Trump argument, sir. <laughs> no, nah, but seriously, I think we can't argue. I think both of our games are pretty, pretty good. Um, they're I both think, iconic. Yeah, they're both iconic. Um, Res- wow, Silent Hill 2 is Silent Hill 2 is an impressive game for the PlayStation 2. Uh, everything in the story, the, the the background story, the fact that you're hunting from your dead wife, the fact that your dead wife gave you a, a letter, something interesting, the way it explored. Um, I think one thing that, am I correct in saying that Pinhead is in this? Pinhead is in two. Yes. So except, I, except that Pinhead is from Hellraiser. Not Pinhead. Um, Pyramid Head. Pyramid, Pyramid Head. Damn it, why I knew who you meant. Yeah, Pyramid Head. Um, I, I think really the reason why that's more iconic is it more iconic for the villain or is more iconic for the story? Because I feel like the reason why one is interesting is it don't need that big of a big rap villain. And I feel like while it's like Jaws, it's like Jaws, it's not like Jaws, it's like it's like the Dark Knight. And I always say this, you know, while it is a compelling story around it. You got the big lead, which is Pyramid Head. And mine, I feel like, had the, the grand audience of a great story, great gang. Pyramid play. Head was such an iconic villain in his own right, though, that when he first showed up, I nearly pissed myself. Like, yeah, I, I, I wasn't prepared for that. I'm like, holy I, Jesus. I agree. You know? And I think that's the thing that makes yours a better a better game. Or mine, I mean, when you're, when you're going through that school and you figure out those are mutant children and they're not. They're not mutants. They're children that you're killing. You're literally killing children in that. It's game. a dramatic moment for yeah, a big yeah. payoff. Yeah, and I get it. It's very, very terrifying because I was sitting there thinking, "What the heck are these things?" Pow, pow, pow. And then you look in the book manual, like mutated children. I'm killing kids. What? It, it did explore a lot of taboo topics, and that's what Silent yeah, Hill has yeah. been great at. Has been exploring shit that should be off limits. Yeah, and and it t- that's the reason why I feel like one was interested. It had the balls to just say. We're gonna kill off children in this game, and it did that. It, it, and I think the thing about Silent Hill is, it's supposed to make you feel unnerving and and. Well, Silent Hill too made me unnerved with Laura, the little girl, who kept telling, who kept knowing shit about this guy uh, James's relationship with his wife. Right. So, and that was really unsettling to me. Is like, you know, how to fuck, you know, and you don't really find out until the end of the game. Right, so, but, I, but my problem with Silent Hill 2 is, um, like I said, my, my problem with Silent Hill 2 is still the main thing, which is Pyramid Head. Pyramid Head is the reason why it's good, because it was so good that it tried to do the movie. When they did the movie Silent Hill, when they made the movie Silent Hill, they tried to do with the original story. They tried to steal the original story. They tried to put it in the same thing. But it was like, well, we got to put Pyramid Head in here. Well, because he's so iconic. Exactly. And it messed up the dynamic of the story. So I feel like with yours, I feel like they just had to be this 
big villain in your game. Where mine, I mean, did you imagine that they put him in Silent Hill One? How much they, scarier it would have been? It, went, it wouldn't have made sense though. If they if they would have put him in Silent Hill One, it wouldn't make sense. The reason why it makes sense in Silent Hill Two is because it has to deal with your character. And that's the thing about that's what Silent Hill does. It has to deal with your character, and I feel like that's the reason why that story didn't mesh well with the first with the first film. If we didn't have that in there, it was so big and so iconic. That's the thing that that's the that's the only thing I can remember from Silent Hill Two, and the story while groundbreaking. But I think if you go into a lot of people and a lot of people that don't probably play the game. They probably they're going to talk about the story. They're going to talk about Pyramid Hand, and that's the main thing they're going to remember about your game. Or if you go and tell somebody that's a fan of probably Silent Hill story, they're going to be like, they're going to remember a lot of stuff. They're going to remember the main character. They're going to remember the daughter. They're going to remember the school. They're going to remember those kids. They're going to remember everything. It's a, it's a game that really shock, shocks you to the core of what you're doing. This is a game where it's the definition of survival horror. Where Resident Evil, you're going in there and there's a bunch of zombies coming at you. And I felt like that game literally dealt with, let's do what, let's try to take the survival horror hit film game and amp it up to 11. And that's why I felt like that's what they were doing too. It's the common mistake made in the horror game industry is that they take, they try to be too much like the prequel, but also want to vamp it up to an extreme. Right. And it's overdone sometimes, but I think that Silent Hill 2 did it perfectly. Right. Okay, there we go. The kitchen timer, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's your phone. It's oh. my phone, yeah. <laughs> Alright. All right. Alright, so Angie, do you do you have any questions? Nope. Now granted, I haven't played this game in four years. <laughs> so it might take me a minute. <laughs> yeah, I was able to do it. Okay, since we're since we're arguing about the antagonists, what is your guys's most? I'd say what is what what is the anti, what is the uh, what's the least effective monster in your game? Like least scary. Like I said, I'm a big walking titty baby, so nothing is not scary to me. I can't play Outlast. I can barely play Resident Evil, you know, so I don't like haunted houses, but I love horror movies. Uh, nothing well, was really ineffective to me, though. Right. If you want me to say my, it, I admit it kind of, can it spook me, but it kind of was annoying. After a while, it got annoying. Is that, does that, would that count in this question? Are you, which, are you talking about the babies? No, that scared the piss out of me. Um, I would say the flying demons. It kind of was like the mods. Yeah, the mod. It just lets it. It didn't scare me. I was like, I, I was kind of expecting this. You know, I, I I just felt like I was expecting this. After you know, after you get into a scene with certain things, where you're seeing when you go into that alley, you know what you're about to get into. But those those flying monsters, I was like. Oh crap! Here we go. It's it's For me, basic. It was more of like if I had to pick one, it'd probably be the nurses. I can't remember the exact type they were. The, something heads, somehow I can't remember. They were kind of like that for me. They were just more annoying. They weren't scary. 
Oh, you mean the bobblehead nurses? Yeah, 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 yeah. They scared the Jesus out of me. <laughs> you just weren't effective for me. Like, I was just, eh. mm-hmm. you know, I see, I, you know, growing up at Halloween, you see girls dressed up as haunted nurses every year. So it didn't really bother me. Yeah, that. but after I played that, I didn't want to go to the doctor anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of like me with Outlast. I never wanted to go to the psychiatrist again. Ever. No, <laughs> never, ever. <laughs> me and Outlast at the time. <laughs> All right, Angie. Uh, any fact checking? Um. They pretty much had all the facts straight. Uh, something interesting is that Silent Hill Two has six endings, and Silent Hill Four has, or Silent Hill One has four endings. Mm-hmm. And I believe, yes, it is those creepy nurses because they look really. Yeah, creepy. that's I looked them. Yeah, because <laughs> there's more than one type of nurse. Yes, in the Silent Hill universe, it's nurses are a recurring theme because the hospital is a recurring theme. Right wheelchairs and all of that there's a lot of trademarks of silent hill all family worked in hospitals basically so i'm not really afraid of but yeah there's no really facts to give in this case who did you think one i think silent hill 2 one what's your Just reason well, it's because it, it's just po- been like more popular and it's been remastered more often. So it just pops up more often in like the newer consoles compared to Silent Hill 1. And Silent Hill 2 is also the one that I remember the most. Mm-hmm. She's got it right. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I don't want to throw Silent Hill 1 under the bus because it is a great game. It, it is a great game. It is. It is a lot. You were talking the story. I find the story you were you kept on saying that the story for two wasn't as memorable and wasn't as shaped. No, no, I didn't mean to say it was a memorable. I said I was trying to say Pyramid Head was the most memorable thing. Yeah, that's what I was like. I'm not saying the story is bad. The story was good. No, I didn't say that you said the story was bad. It's just not as memorable. We're comparing the two. Yeah, 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 yeah. I understand. I understand what you're saying. But I I do disagree with that because and also, it's Pyramid Head has his has his purpose. It's yeah, it's he's never used gratuitously in that game. I can't really blame what Konami did in the films for you know. I cannot put the blame on. I cannot blame Silent Hill Two for what Konami ended up doing with the character. Yeah, but I had to. Po- I had to fight. I had to fight. Oh, I'm just- no, I understand. I do. Yeah. That's but. I would just say, like, from the descriptions, I mean, Silent Hill 2 is just a much more memorable and bizarre game and is what people tend to think about when you say Silent Hill. Point. So I'm going with Silent Hill 2. I will say I prefer one soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good, 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 bad, good, bad, because I I was, I... I mean, that's the thing. It's like, these are both really good game. They're so yeah. iconic, you can't... It'd be like arguing Grand Theft Auto 3 versus Vice City or... Yeah! I, I just... It's just... I was trying my best here. I was like, I don't have nothing... I'm, and, I'm trying and my to best. be honest, I'm doing all this from research I've done with Silent Hill 1 in the past week, because I really don't remember playing that. Uh, it was so long ago that I played the original. My dad had a PlayStation 1 when I was 5 years old, and you know, I don't really... It's, it's aged better than you'd think. 
I'm, it, Silent Hill 2 for me was more memorable. So that's yeah. why a lot of my answers go for Silent Hill. Yep. And I know Mac just last year was playing one. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know why he was playing it, but, you know. Hey, nostalgia, bro. That's yeah, right. I wanted to play it. I was drunk. Yeah. I want to get an Xbox 360 just for the reason of playing the old games. Of, you know, yeah. All right. So, on to question two. Question two. Damn. Sorry. Hello. <laughs> All right. Well, Which is the best joke ending in Silent Hill? Uh, I'm our, I mean, I already kind of spoiled the reveal there of uh, your answer there, but uh, by you? Uh, I went with the Silent Hill 2 ending from uh, the UFO ending from Silent Hill 2. Yep. And uh, the reason I, oh, okay. you know, come on. Sorry. It's, it's all yeah. right. It takes you. It takes a while to be good at that. Yeah. All right, Mac. I went with the UFO ending in Silent Hill One. <laughs> a lot of differences. It's like we're similar on Silent Hill One versus Two. Yeah. <laughs> I think we can all agree Homecoming was trash, though. Yeah, it was. We'll get there. <laughs> we will get do not worry we will get there <laughs> I mean part of the reason I even put Silent Hill in the running is so I could bash on Homecoming <laughs> yeah I, we're, we're not we don't got, Zach we don't have time to talk about Homecoming we have, we have yes we do <laughs> uh, I'm running the show <laughs> damn it <laughs> Angie thumbs up do you agree am I running the show don't you thumbs up, Dean? Go no! You literally said in the beginning of the show, Mac, Zach, it's your show. Take it away. Damn it! Right there, you said, Zach, it's your show. Yep. All right. I'm so, just a guest. I have no opinion. Except the opinions you give. Yes. I have no opinion except all my opinions. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, uh, by you. Oh, um, yeah. So I like that it was a callback. I'm a big movie fan. A lot of this is opinions based on personal taste. Uh, I'm a big movie fan, uh, specifically the older movies that I watched growing up with my grandparents, uh, Casablanca, a bunch of black and white films. And I like the Silent Hill 2 ending with the UFO ending was done black and white pictures, stuff like that. And really, it's like a callback because James meets Harry. Uh, Harry, in a surprising twist, uh, kill, uh, helps the alien kill James and takes his body away. So for me, it's more of like a ha-ha type of thing. So, uh, yeah, uh, I, I don't, I can't use the full three minutes because it's like, hey, a lot of people do. Some people do. Some people don't. Yeah, so I'm keeping it to Donald Trump answers, short and sweet, small. All right, Mac. Um, the reason why I picked the Silent Hill one ending because it's just at first it makes so much sense, but it's so funny at the same time. You literally got you literally got your main main protagonist literally going up there and just like just seeing these aliens come down and just literally say, "Hey, have you seen my daughter? Um, I just want to make sure you see." <laughs> Once you see him get on that alien ship. You know probing is about to happen. That is the most funniest ending 
and it, it just done it right. It's just I, I I admit now it didn't have a black and white feel. It didn't. It but mine had the voiceover where it just seems like this was just just I felt like when I saw this I thought is this the real ending? <laughs> because it, the reason why this is the best joke ending you could end it with this and you'd be like, you know. This this really could happen to Silent Hill, um, and Konami is used to doing goofy stuff, and for this to happen in this game, I, I feel like this is the start of Konami doing goofy stuff in the future because you started seeing them do, you know, uh, you started seeing them do stuff perverted things and Snake Eater, you know, like ooh ooh, you know, stuff like that. You started seeing you know crazy stuff like porno magazines on the ground, stuff like that. This started the whole craze of what Konami does. And yeah, I don't think they're doing it anymore because we're making Pachigo machines. But I digress. This is a funny ending, and it does what it's supposed to do. I felt like this is something that I would... I felt like it's something that... How can I put it? Look, I'm a fan of Mel Brooks. I love Mel Brooks. If I could meet anybody, I... I would love to interview Mel Brooks. I would love to learn from Mel Brooks. And I felt like this ending was just something that, you know, something that, that you know, Mel Brooks probably approved because it's just something like, all right, that's a wrap. We'll do it. Let's go. <laughs> this is something that you probably can see in History of the World Part 1. And I would love, this would be something that I, I well, I just adore this ending. It's, it's funny. It's fun. It's something that you probably can end and you can walk away with it like, okay, that's all, folks. Because <laughs> I was expecting, I mean, the cherry on top with this would have been just a Looney Tunes. <laughs> like, da 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 <laughs> That's all, folks. <laughs> Porky Pig coming out like, da 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 all right, all right. That's you're, it. That's time. Yeah, I was going to say, you're getting more and more off track here. I know, I know, but it's just blend. <laughs> All right, so get ready. You ready? Hmm? Yep. Everyone primed? I'm WD-40 and ready. All right. Go. Okay, the issue I have with yours is it's just, I feel like, yeah, it's like Casablanca, but I feel like it's just something that's just, you know, and I do like it because it's sort of like they do it times. It's like this is the ending times two, and I feel like in comedy, you do the second joke, you got to do it even funnier, and you got to add on to the joke. And I feel like this is something that was interesting, but I felt like the original done it better because you're expecting this in two, because you're expecting this in two, because you're expecting them to do this in two. You didn't expect that in one. Spoiled it in the first one. Yeah. Basically, like, look, you're going to be prepared for some goofy shit in this game. Yeah, like, yeah. Me, one of the biggest ones was the callback where uh, I had to rewatch it again. But uh, Harry even had the PS1 graphics mm-hmm. in the Still Free Photos. And that was really cool. And it was a special ending. And it's only in certain editions of the game. I believe the Greatest Hits one and the, the HD, uh, Silent Hill HD remastered, whatever it was. It's only in a certain amount of games. So it wasn't a release at the time with the game right like ones. uh so that was a big thing for me also it was more of like a callback to the first one 
I think it was like paying homage to the first one. Yeah, and I think that ending was good. Two, two was good, but one was just fun. It was just something that I felt like they were trying to make a game, and I felt like they were trying to do different endings, and I felt like one just did it way better. Two wild greats. It just felt like they just was like, let's just do it all over again, and it felt a little bit lazy. Like It just felt like, we're going to do this plus that. And I, like I said, I write comedy. I write a lot of comedies, comedic things, and tell, pulling off the same joke but doing it twice is really, really tough. And it's a common stand-up bag. It's the it's the callback to the it's to the, the callback to the social joke you said, and mm-hmm. it's very hard to do the second joke if you don't if you don't hit it right. A lot of people are gonna get it, and so a lot of people are not gonna get it. And I, I think the like, dedicated fans who bought the HD recollection or the greatest hits edition of it were enough fans of the first one and knew about the first UFO ending to appreciate the second one enough. Yeah, but but here's the thing. the I mean, the fact that Harry's literally, the fact that he's literally sitting there and he's like, I'm here to look for my daughter. I mean, yours have, you have to, I think you got to read yours. It has text where it just, that's something interesting, but you have actually the characters literally just speaking, literally, hey there, I'm looking for my daughter. Like, you know, just in, in the aliens, <laughs> like actual aliens. And I, and I really loved with at the end of it, Harry and the aliens kind of basically dap each other off. They're just like, hey. And I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I did kind of dig the thumbs up, but it felt like he was just like, he was in it. Okay, that's, that's weird. That don't make sense. Yours didn't make sense. Mine just made a ton of sense. It's a weird town, mutant babies, crazy cra- cra- stuff going on, aliens. I'm like, oh, yeah. Every iteration is a creepy fucking town. Exactly. But it was going on. So that UFO might have still been there. That was yeah. my whole thing. And I agree with you a lot about Silent Hill 1's UFO ending being great, but I also see the greatness in the second one. Yeah, I don't have nothing wrong with the greatness of the second one. I think it's good. The problem with the second one is the the fact that it just don't make sense. And it the, the fact that, wow, um, so he is literally a part of them for some odd reason. So I guess the whole point of the beginning was just the probing, so crazy. Him, he loved the probing too much. He decided to stay. I mean, he, he, I mean, it just didn't make sense. Why would... Why would James James just do what he did? Why did he just agree to it? I mean, he just agreed to just literally just like, all right, Harry, go on, come on. You know, why are you going to get, we'll say, oh, oh, crap, like this crap again? <laughs> you know, I, I just didn't agree with it. It just, it just James being there, just giving a thumbs up, like, yep, he's about to get probed again. I was like, it didn't make sense. Where mine was just like, it just was like, oh, yeah, this is a call, like, but it would have just made. I think it would have been more funnier if you just literally just gave thumbs. It's like, yeah, this is a callback to Silent Hill One. I mean, kind of like, this is a shitty example, but the Hangover trilogy, using movies again. Hangover Three had a lot of callbacks to the first one. Yeah, Hangover but Three wasn't a great movie, but those little callbacks were funny. Yeah, but then we got then it just needed to stop after Hangover Three, and then we got Hangover That's Four. Time. Angie, do you have any questions? Yes, actually. It's more from Zero, but he really wants it. And it's a good question. So here's the question. Oh, yeah, 
Since we are talking about joke endings, what about your joke ending made earning it worthwhile? I forgot that I was uh, not muted. It's really the, uh, like I said, the callbacks, the PS1, uh, Harry's still having the PS1 graphics, uh, and just the callback to classic films. And I love the callback of it. Like, is it your turn? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah, my turn. Um, the reason why I like my ending is it's not only funny, um, but it just makes a ton of sense. Um, it, it makes so much sense that it's aliens. It would make sense. You can end it here, and you're like, this is the real ending. You can literally, if you legitimately got this ending, you would have thought this is actually the legit ending of the game, <laughs> which makes it funny, but like, oh, gotcha. You know, you thought this is a legit ending because it makes a ton of sense that aliens came down and Harry just literally is just going to get probed and his daughter's probably on a spaceship right now just hanging out with aliens. <laughs> so there, it, it just makes so much sense in, in one where it just, yeah, I'm done. I'm just going to say, do you really think if his daughter's on there, they're just, she's just hanging out? Then again, I no, I look, 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 look. I, I'm <laughs> trying not to sound that way, Zach. I'm just saying. We're talking gonna... about Silent Hill. This is going to get dark. Well, look, I'm not trying You're to get that dark. Yeah. I'm not trying to get that dark, Zach. This is not Evil Dead 1. <laughs> not that tree. Let's not talk about the tree. See, you brought up the tree. I didn't want to bring up the tree. <laughs> Why did you bring up the tree? I don't know. Nobody, no, don't, don't look at it. I mean, please. I mean, my, my personal favorite, strangely enough, is uh, the joke ending from Downpour, just because it's completely off the wall stupid. <laughs> just stupid. <laughs> I mean, pyramid cutting a birthday cake. What what else do you want there? Hey, that's awesome. Uh, the game's subpar, but I thought that was a good joke. Um, Angie, do you have any uh any opinions or facts for us? Um, well, the UFO ending is a. Re- is a recurring optional ending in most games. The only games that it isn't in is Silent Hill 4, The Room, and Silent Hill Downpour. Yep. And some other facts. Where did my notes go for it? Hold on. There it is. Okay. Um, in Silent Hill Downpour, they were going to hint at that there was going to be a UFO ending by putting UFO toys around in the maps. Mm-hmm. And in Silent Hill 4, there's a picture that you can examine where there was a rumor about a UFO and that was supposed to be like the open ending hints that there was going to be a UFO ending, but they decided to scrap it. Yeah. Four is the only one without a joke ending at all. There's no, it's, it's completely serious. Um, so what do you think about the arguments? Um, the arguments. (laughs) There were some good points made, and then there was some rambling nonsense going on there. Yeah, yeah, around. Yeah. Yeah, we'll up on it. That's my bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was no, more on uh, Max and. I, I knew it. I appreciate Mel Brooks as well, but I'm not sure where you got Mel Brooks out of yeah, Silent yeah, yeah. Hill. <laughs> but no, no, I just appreciate. Look, I just want to show my appreciation to Mel Brooks. I love him. Hey, I love, love, uh, 
I, I love, love Mel Brooks. I love Blazing Saddles, one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, so. Kick-ass yeah. number one, that movie. <laughs> a black sheriff? <laughs> God, I love that movie. Um, but, yeah, I thought it would have been kind of cool if you guys had brought up somewhere in your arguments how you get the secret ending. Because it's a little different in each, you know, in each game. Yeah, that kind of got me. <laughs> yeah, I could. Nah, I forgot to get down on that one. I mean, I, I, okay. The way I see this, I like the idea of it of the UFO being added in later. Mm-hmm. I do just because it does make it a little more special that way. But at the same time, it's still like I can see how people might have been like, like Mac. Your your argument's based off people seeing it coming, and it's like, well, if, if it only comes out in the remastered edition. Right. There's some and people no, probably haven't played it though. There's some people that probably didn't play it, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's not it, that that weakens your argument there. Just it's like, well, yeah, but the first time it came around, it didn't even have it. Point. But so it weakens that part. But at the same time, I do like the first. I I do like the first one's ending just more, just because it is just bizarre. I do not think it fits entirely. Like there's there's things that happen in Silent Hill that could not be explained by alien, right? <laughs> you know, just period, right? right. He, he, you know, this is not signs. <laughs> well, they can, I, can they catch stars? And are they afraid of water, Zach? I need to know that. <laughs> I mean, the main thing about the second one is really like they did it just for the callback. Like the first yeah. one was just like for shits and giggles, but then the second one was like, oh, people like this. Let's put it for the hardcore fans who go out and buy. Yeah. The rematch. I so I do, I I do think both your guys' points stand up, but I, I'm I'm gonna have to give it to the first one just because that one was completely out of nowhere and probably probably confused a lot of people. <laughs> like it's a good joke, a practical joke on the audience. So you just go, you're going through the game, then it's like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, I really thought it was the ending of the game. Like, it was, it was <laughs> oh crap! This went downhill. <laughs> All right, uh, Manchu, do you concur with that? Or I concur. All right. Yeah, I got a point. <laughs> I, I, now that I got the point, would it be funnier if they would have got Porky Pig on the air? No. <laughs> No, it would have been funnier if in the second one, in the joke ending, they had Pyramid Head popping out. Yeah, head. yeah, popping yeah. out, literally just a bit, 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 bit. That's all, folks. <laughs> well, to me, it would have been better if Pyramid Head, they would have had his helmet come off and he was just a gray alien underneath or something. That would have been awesome, too. <laughs> it wouldn't have been just any gray aliens. The one from South Park would have been perfect. Yeah. <laughs> the one yeah, the joke, the joke ending from 3 is freaking weird. I think that's where I think that three is really where it jumps the shark a bit, <laughs> but but uh, on to question three. Woo! Who is the least sympathetic protagonist in Silent Hill history? The least. Ooh. Who is too much of a monster for you, Mac? Um, I'm gonna get some hate from some Silent Hill fans, but guys, I'm sticking with it. I'm going with James Sunderland from Silent Hill 2. 
I went with him. Um, I got my reasons. I really think he's. I got some problems with. I, I'm gonna talk about it later, but James and yeah. Benji. Oh, um, so you're really gonna like this one, Zach? I chose Alex Shepard from South. Boo him. Boo this man. He's a douchebag. Yeah, just boo him. <laughs> I mean, your argument's going to end up with this terminating it, but we can, I, I'm still going to boo homecoming. <laughs> All right. Mac, you have an uphill battle here. I know, but I'm willing to do it. Are you? Yeah, let's go. Are you sure? I am positive. Let's do this. All right. Go. Look, I'm going with, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. We know that he's a murderer. He's a murderer. Um, that's a fact. I, you can't deny that. Um, I, I think I can prove possibly that he's a serial killer, but I probably will not win that because I'm not, I, I mean, I have played, I have played Phoenix right. I feel like as a prosecutor, I could prosecute this and make him a serial killer before multiple murders. But besides the point, um, we know he's a murderer because he murdered his wife, um, um, who was terminally ill, but um, she did not want to die. I mean, that's the point. While he's most, I admit, he is the most memorable character. That is true. He's the most character, the, the memorable character, but that don't mean that we're supposed to sympathize with this character. I mean, do you sympathize with murderers when they're literally sitting there in front of you and murder somebody? No. I mean, you're not going to sympathize with a person that murdered people, murdered somebody. And this man literally murdered his wife. Granted, it, 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 he's still paying for it. The whole game is based upon him murdering his wife, him, him literally killing his wife, and him th thinking that his wife's still alive? And you want me to sit there and literally literally be sympathetic for you trying to hunt down your dead wife that you killed. Why should I feel sympathetic to you that you killed your wife and you literally are hunting her down? What are you trying to do? Say you're, I apologize for scuffing you with a pillow. No, I mean, and that's the worst way to kill somebody. I mean, that is the worst way. Literally, you know how bad it is. You know what he has to do when he literally had to kill his wife? He literally had to take that pillow Literally, and you and and I know you're gonna probably say, "Oh, just a turn of passion." No, he literally had to wait and wait for her to daggone stop scratching until she stopped moving. That is the worst way to kill somebody to suffocate somebody. That is the worst cold-blooded murdery thing that you could do. James Southern will do it, and that's why I don't feel sympathetic to him. He's a murderer. He should be put in prison. He should be on death row. He should get the chair. He should be lethally injected. He should die. But this man has some very strong hate toward James Underwood. Yeah. <laughs> he knows unless he brings it, he has no shot. That's true. So. All right. My turn? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So I'm going to touch on a lot of the things you said, Mac, in the, the grudge match part, uh, because there's a lot of things you said that would help my argument, and I caught on to that. Uh, this argument mainly going to be about, first of all, Homecoming was a terrible game. Uh, easily ranked as one of the worst in the series. 
Um, and Alex Shepard, first of all, folks, he has a faux hawk. He has a bad haircut. That's the first part. Uh, second off, he's just so damn depressing. It's like the developers, like it's like Konami tried to make him the most like all the bad shit in the world happened to him. So like he had no friends, he bad haircut, and he's lost his brother. Uh, he lost his uh, father, and he lost his mother. And you know, and then he shows up in Silent Hill, and it's like they just they just tried to make him too much of a broken person for me. And that's what's that would that's what really fucks with me because I've been through a lot of shit in my life, but I don't act like him. You know, so that was just my whole thing. He disappeared on his best friend, his only friend, really, uh, Ellie. What was her name? So disappeared on her for no reason after an incident that happened when they were teenagers and shit like that. He's just an asshole. So that's my argument on that. I don't like assholes. Why well, hate myself? All right. So. Angie, we got everything set? Yes. All right. Ready? Go at it. Okay, here's my problem with your answer. While he is an asshole, um, in the game, he is hunting for his brother, which I did look up, did some research for him, which he loves very dearly. He is hunting for his brother. He's literally going into the game doing stuff to help him help his brother he's not doing he's not all this for himself i mean you could be i mean there are there's typical and different type of that and different type of game into the asshole but he actually the asshole with a heart of gold i mean there's a lot of people like that in these games and i mean the fact that he's literally is looking for his brother and he has a dramatic life I think that's really, you're putting that toll on the developers and not the literal character. Just because the character is an asshole, just because the character was written, you know, bad. So that's I have a, uh, what you said about James Sunderland, being a murderer and how could you cheer uh, or how could you sympathize and basically cheer on a murderer when you're playing as him. Uh, did y'all watch Breaking Bad? Or the Sopranos, or anything like that. The main we, character. Yeah, but when, but here's the thing: when Walter White, sorry, of it, sorry guys, sorry guys, when Walter White, I apologize if you want, if you've not watched Walking Dead, or not Walking Dead, uh, Breaking Bad, when Walter White kicked the bucket, we didn't feel sympathetic for him. He at that end of that at the end of the show. He was, he was a monster. terrible, he was a monster. He was a terrible person the whole yes. show and everybody yes. cheered him on. Same yeah, thing but, with playing Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, Any but games like that, you yeah, cheer but on you're, you, you are, Yeah, you're, 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 you are exactly right, but we're not talking about, this isn't about the uh, the person that you're cheering for. I, I mean, yeah, you're going to cheer for him because you're playing as him. But at the point, as the same point, if you're talking about judge, if you're literally outside and you're literally on this, if you're literally a proxy, we're talking about which character you feel is sympathetic for. If you literally put him on trial and you're literally sitting there looking at him, like, are you going to sit there and root for him while you're in that daggone courtroom where he's literally like, he killed his wife, 
their fingerprints are on the pillow. Literally, this is a man who literally. I feel sympathy because he, yeah. he, he, she was terminally ill. Yeah, but she didn't want to die. He didn't. He did it for no reason. She was terminally. Ill. If he really loved his wife, why would he do it? He did it for no reason. He just literally he, took the pillow. Sense of love for his wife, or he wanted to put her out. He of her did. He didn't. It didn't say that. It didn't say he didn't. He didn't say. It didn't say in anything that he just that he felt sympathy for it and killed. No, he just flat out got mad, took the pillow, and <laughs> die. She did. That's exactly what he did. It's cold blooded. It's cold blood murder. You're telling me that I want to be sympathetic for a guy that literally did that. Granted, in Grand Theft Auto, yeah, you're killing people, but you're not killing people like that. I mean, you're not taking, you're not killing somebody and just taking a pillow and just like, and Jane is just like doing that to him. I mean, that's a little bit, that's some psycho, that's psychopathic stuff that you're doing. This is a man that literally is in the game. I mean, you're dealing with this guy who's going through the game, going through the game, going through the game, and he is processing of, like I said, looking for his dead wife. Got a letter. I think he feels guilt. He feels guilt for that. He got guilt for it, but he should, we shouldn't feel sympathetic for him. I mean, do you feel sympathetic for, um, I mean, Charles Manson, for, you know, even though he has no blood on his hands, but he still was so, he still, even though he didn't kill those people, do you feel sympathetic for him? Hell no, we don't feel sympathetic for him. I mean, and you know, we, we do want to feel sympathetic for certain killers out there. We don't want to, we do not go in there and put it. openly fucking state that you're sympathetic for serious. Yeah, yeah, you don't <laughs> want, you don't, yeah, that's, that's the whole point of the question. The question is, which character do you feel least sympathetic for? See, that's and by the definition of the question. I should have clarified on this question that I was confused by, because I thought it was, who did you have, basically, you... <laughs> Which character you should feel least sympathetic for? Not hated characters, because we're going to have hated character. Yeah, you won. He is the most hated character in Silent Hill. I agree with you. He sucks. But if you want to go least sympathetic character, by definition, James is the should be should be the least sympathetic character because he murdered his wife. He killed her. I mean, no, no, no matter how you put it in there, that's you like it or not, you killed her. That's so. it. Shit. Yeah, I lost that one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I <laughs> know you was passionate about that shit. <laughs> now, Mac, let me tell you something here about the game, okay? Thank I did you. So it is described in the game why James killed his wife. It is described in letters, it is described in the cutscenes, it is actually described in the game. Why he does it. Okay, here is why. Okay, it's because he was starting to get, he was starting to drink because he was upset that Mary was ill and bedridden and they couldn't have kids anymore because of it. And he just was feeling too tied down. And, and so when he finally snapped, he kissed Mary and then night, like, <laughs> I'm trying to think, it mercifully, mercifully killed her with her pillow. I mean, I, I remember specifically the scene where it's like, I'm sorry, I couldn't let you suffer anymore, honey. Like, that's actually a line in there. Yes, it's a, it's a quote. <laughs> so, what you're talking about doesn't make sense. But still, he did kill her. Well, yes, he did kill her, but it wasn't just like, 
It wasn't a cold out of the blue, blood, and, and it wasn't this cold-blooded serial murder. Well, okay, cut, let's, he compared the man to Charles Manson. So well, no, uh, not my bad. Well, yeah. let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get the last question then. So well, and then, yeah, we'll just yeah, we'll go for the last question. Before we give more facts. I just had to get that one out of the way because it's frustrating. What? All right. So both these characters have flaws. Huge flaws. <laughs> so what character flaw of your character do you think led them to what what actually made them as bad as they are? Like what is the character flaw they have? I gotta go first, right? Mm-hmm. Um drinking. As Jane just stated, drinking. Uh, mine was really just how much of a loner he was and just he didn't give a fuck about anybody. And that's not something you look for in a good person for me. Like, I didn't have any sympathy for it. Mm-hmm. All right. Angie? Well... <laughs> We already got that big fact out of the way, but um, I, from what I'm looking at, it doesn't seem like Alex really began as a loner. It just seems like after certain events happened in his life is when he started to resent people and start feeling closed in and then being the asshole that he is now. Well, and he, for Jay, He is what his parents raised him to be, basically. Yes. And then as for James, he wasn't an alcoholic until Mary became ill. And he only became an alcoholic up to the point where he killed her. In which case, we're not 100% sure if he still continued drinking or not. Oh, he didn't. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, he looks like a whole drunken fucking nightmare anyways. Yeah. Well, one of the things one of the developers ended up revealing a couple years ago was Apparently, uh, Mary's body is in the trunk of the car. He's I that. Have, he's I that found in Silent Hill one that she was put in the back seat. Yeah, and, and she, but he is that divorced from reality. Like he has no idea though. Yeah, that was another thing that I found is that James was described in some things in the game, saying that he just zoned out. Like he'd be staring at a wall, and then somebody would go up to him and be like, "You're staring at a wall, aren't you?" And he'd be like. Right, yeah, and then he'd go on do whatever he's doing. Yeah, he was completely broken, and there was no pretense. Yes. Where Alex tried the whole narrative of, my dead brother, I need to go save him. What? (laughs) (laughs) Go go ahead. Let's go. Go ahead. I mean, I'm just saying, I feel sympathy more for somebody trying to put somebody out of their misery than a guy who is just... He he doesn't make any sense. But he didn't argue that. Yeah, I know. That's my beat. He's my beat. Yeah, yeah I, I know. I know. Which is But it's the only thing I, I'm just saying. I, this is why I'm still deliberating. Because it if he would have just said that, he would have been dead in the water immediately. Right. So, but it's like he is an asshole. Like an uh, like un- unapologetic, pushed everyone away. Just an asshole. Like, 
your your points about James got taken down. Everything except him suffocating his wife, which he did do. Everything else got taken down about his character, like who he was. You were you were off base. Where where uh, Bayou here, he he. He got the characterization right, but then didn't give enough detail. So I'm, I'm. It's hard to deliberate here. Andy, I failed creative. Uh, I failed creative writing in college, so that's probably got something to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Um, Angie, do you have any any thoughts? No, not really. You're pretty much saying everything that I'm already thinking anyway. Because it's like you guys kind of, you kind of cross countered, knocked each other out by, you know, in a way. <laughs> So it's complicated. Like, who is the least wrong objectively would be would be by you, but at the same time from the context of the argument. Uh, Mac won Mac won that argument. Yeah, right? he did. I, I, I'm gonna have to give it to Mac, even though yeah. I, I understand that completely. Because I was about to say he won that argument. You got because you didn't have enough information, just a, a little more information just would have knocked him out. But yeah. Oh, I do. I, I do. I <laughs> you, you took that argument and ran with it. I was very yeah, I surprised. Think, I was like, oh. I think you're 100% wrong, Mac. Don't get me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, no, no. When you brought that up, I was like, oh, crap. I'm gonna oh, leave. okay. That's who that is. Who? Sorry, I was look. I was getting the answers prepared up for fact checking, and I was. I couldn't remember who this person was, and now I know who this person is, and I'm very happy for the first argument. It? Uh, I, I'm guessing on the answer already, so. <laughs> I'm guessing too. Yeah. Well, one of them is a lot more famous than the other. <laughs> so, all right. We, we got to the comments. <laughs> I haven't not, been checking. Not much is going on yet. yet. Yeah. Well. Did I hand that in the side? Um, well, Eileen says that he literally went on a rant that he's a cold-blooded killer, but Bayou literally said that he put her out of her misery. Not just that some people that can kill someone have something wrong with them. You should feel sympathy for someone who can't fight the urge to kill someone. I mean, if if that would have been argued, yeah, but it wasn't. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's the... I, that's I, the I dropped the ball on that one, guys. <laughs> Almost had it. <laughs> yeah, you almost got me. Let me say something. I was like, "Oh, shoot. I lost." Because if you if you know anything about homecoming, what you didn't mention is also he he's the one who killed his brother. If you, you know, would have said out that, out of, you would have won that. Jealousy. You would have won that if you would have said that. I didn't think about that. Now you said that's like, darn it. Yeah, you. Yeah, that's been. that's pure Cain and Abel right there. Yeah, I never ever finished that game either. That was one of the ones I could not yeah, get through. Which I can totally understand. Because <laughs> that game attempted to have a combat system and it was bad. And they tried to okay, I just want to bring this up. They tried <laughs> to explain away the combat system by him dressing as a soldier, right? He's not actually a soldier. He never went to war. He's he, he's not a soldier at all. He was in a he was in a he was in a psych ward. So he's impersonating a, a military man. So yeah, he's, he's kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> so, yeah. all right. On to question four. Uh, I, did re I did reword this a little bit differently to get more 
try I, it's the same question but it's a, it's a little more where my head was at with the question so okay all right um, just just to admit, i just wanted to clarify it more that's all i got you i'm gonna say uh-oh <laughs> Who should play Harry Mason in a new remake slash reboot of Silent Hill? So specifically that, you know, specifically in that more of that context. Who goes first? So okay, all right, Bayou. Oh, uh, I went with Tom Ellis. <laughs> God, I miss doing this. Oh <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, that's Mac. <clears throat> Kristen Bell. Where's the trigger? Where's the trigger? <laughs> oh, God. I mean, look at it. <laughs> All right. You just couldn't help yourself, could you? No. No. <laughs> well, I did them because I was bored. No, she's talking about me being this Batman. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's. Uh... All right, buddy. What is your shitty argument? All right. Uh... <laughs> well, I didn't say shitty. I, I it's, it's more. I also had to look up who this was at, at the first time we mentioned. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom Ellis. Uh, I'm biased because I love Lucifer. Uh, and he portrays a really great character. He is a great actor. He's just not known. He's not in big things. Lucifer is probably the biggest thing he's been in besides Merlin. Uh, he played the rival king in Merlin. I can't remember his name. I'd have to look it up. And he was in this British sitcom also. Uh, and it's really, he's really good. And people don't really know him a lot in America because he's British or he's Welsh, whichever one. Uh, same accent. Uh, in uh he was big over there before he became big in America. Lucifer was his breakout role here. And he's a great actor. And he's not forceful. He looks a little bit like him. He dye his hair brown and slick it back. He looked like him. He's he's young. He's just the right age to fit the part. He's not too old. I believe Christian Bale's a little bit he's getting up there. So and I don't believe Christian Bale is that good of an actor, in my personal opinion. I've only liked like three of his movies. So the man's dedicated to his craft, but I just think Tom Ellis would be the right one if they wanted a new up-and-coming actor or breakout star to do it. It would be Tom Ellis. That's my argument. All right. All right. My turn? Yeah. Speaking of British actors, Christian Bale pedigree is awesome. Pertram Bell has portrayed uh if we're if I'm gonna go here through his um, filmography, um Christian Bell has played, I mean, he was in Shaft, if we gotta remember that film, played in American, which was interesting. I mean, he also played Batman, which a lot of people do not like, but he was in the prestige, which is awesome. Um, I I I don't hate the prestige, I thought it was a good movie, public enemies. Um American Psycho. I mean, everybody remember it was American Psycho doing the dance, literally in the um, wearing in the plastic suit. I mean, Christian Bell is a chameleon of an actor. Um, I feel like he is, um, as I, I mean, he is a chameleon. He played Dick Cheney and Dick, um, in Vice, not Dick, not Dick Vice, 
Um, he played Dick Cheney in Vice. I mean, I did not know that was Christian Bell playing Dick Cheney. Um, and as you said, if he looks just like Harry Mason. If you literally put side by side, he will look just like him. He has the acting pedigree to do this. Um, I think he would do this because he was in Reign of Fire, which a lot of people don't like, but I, I'm not going to lie. I love Reign of Fire because Matthew kind of, hey, he's awesome. Um, but back to the topic at hand, Christian Bell is a dynamic actor. He's a chameleon. Um, he's willing to stick his teeth into something. I think if you put Christian Bell in this film, it would be a, an amazing film. Um, if I had to pick a role that I feel like he could do it as, um, I, I don't know what, which role. I think there's a lot of roles, but in particular, I, I think um, particularly if you give him, like, if I mean, Harry Mason is a character that, uh, not Harry Mason, yeah, am I right? Mason, am I right? They got the character. Yeah, um, yeah, Harry Mason is a character that is just looking for his daughter who is going in there and is haunted by seeing things. Nobody could, somebody, there's a lot of actors that could probably betray it, but you know, like Al Pacino, but I didn't want to pick him. But Harry Mason can play this very good, can play, not Harry Mason, Christian Bell can play this role very, very well. He's got the diversity. He got the, he's he's a chameleon. He has the acting pedigree. He 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 just gets it. I, I have not. I, I I'm granted there's some films out there that some people don't like, but he has he he has it. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to do it. And love him or hate him, he's gonna give you a good performance. And that's all I have to say about that. All right. I mean, are we? I have a feeling that a lot of these questions are just being used to uh, make you list movies you like at this point. Um, yeah, 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 pretty much. Yeah. So, uh, you two have it out. So, my main point, I think it's funny also how we differ on Silent Hill 1 and 2, but when it comes to this, we both pick, pick apparently, I Googled it, uh, they're both Welsh. Mm-hmm. And also, Lucifer Morningstar is a DC comic character which is what Christian Bale is arguably most famous for portraying is Batman. Well, I mean, I I most notably remember him as Banks in American Psycho. American Psycho was a great movie. I'm not taking that away from him. The Dark Knight was the best one out of the trilogy, but the thing that made that the best movie he did for me was Heath Ledger being the Joker. Well, if we're going to go... Well, like I said, we're well. I mean, with your character, I have not seen him. I don't know if he got the prestige to do it, and I only seen him in Lucifer. I, and I think that Christian Bale it, has too much prestige and fame to do a reboot or a remake of a well, movie. I think that would well, be beneath him. He did Three Ten to Yuma, and that was my one of my favorite movies. Oh yeah, 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 that's. There's nothing wrong with that, but also, like I said, we gotta go back. He did do Rain of Fire, and Rain of Fire wasn't that well received. So he is willing to take chances, and also the question wasn't based on what character is gonna be not have the time to do it. I mean, Christian Bell, these people will have. We're talking about actors that really will fit the role. I think Christian Bell fit the role though. He could do. I've seen him do. like I said, I guess I'm used to him more because I watched more BBC shows that I've seen, yeah. I've seen him in. And he is he, a better actor to me. Well, no, I mean, can he do a good 
great American accent because Christian Bell can't play that American accent oh, very well. Uh, I mean, Dick Cheney, that was amazing. Like you said, I agree completely. I didn't even know that was him. No, no, no. I'm talking about your character because oh, yeah, no, I know my character can play an American accent. Once or twice, and he was great. And I mean, I, I think he'd need to work on it a little bit, but I guess he could do it. Well, I mean, I that's the thing. That's the thing because look. When 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 they did the original Silent Hill, they cast Sean freaking Bean as Harry Mason, and that didn't work out. But I love Sean Bean, and there's nothing wrong with Sean Bean, other than the fact that he didn't die in that film. That's that's a surprise to me. Um, <laughs> but um, look, I, I just don't. I, I when I looked him up, I didn't know who he was. And granted, he might have the time to do it. But there's a saying when there's a saying because I have a saying when you had the time to do something, it just means your film might not be as good. And I feel like oh, we geez. need to make this film very, very good. And I think Christian Bell can do it. Now, granted, I've seen him in the acting chops deep down to pull this. But how? What he's gonna do? He's just gonna get up there and just do whisper. I mean, I don't see him as the chameleon as you as Christian Bell is. Christian Bell has it. He is doing different. He's, he's like a method actor. He's, he's on a different yeah, yeah and that's, exactly agree. and exactly I, he's a method actor you're giving this to me because he's a method actor i think he will literally go i think personally i you think could argue that any method actor could do this role but i think christian bell will literally put in the time play the literal game just to figure out how to be harry mason granted yeah he's gonna be he can't do it because the graphics is terrible he ain't gonna get the faces and everything like it but he's gonna try to deliver something new, something nuanced, something interesting. And I think he's going to do something that really going to shock the world and be like, wow, this is a good movie. And granted, he could have won for Vice in, as in the Canon of War. Of course he didn't win. Yeah, he should have won because he played that role very well. I think if you put him in Silent Hill, Silent Hill will get not only money in box office, but he will literally possibly get in Canon of War because he's going to fight hard to because what the thing about actors is all about working hard, working hard for that role, neither is bad or is not. I mean, as I said before, there's a lot of people that that did lesser films for and won for it. And it's just because that character actor didn't, that's because that actor didn't do it. Doesn't just taking a lesser film doesn't mean that they will win, that they're not gonna attempt it. Christian Bell has a big, big, big filmography, and he has done role after role after role. And there's certain roles that I could see him in that I could see him playing Harry Mason. And he has the the list. I mean he he could he has the it. acting chops, but I believe Tom Ellis has just as powerful. If people know but he people did, but all I know him for is Lucifer. He is only known for Lucifer. Look and up I Merlin. Look up Merlin when he's in that. I haven't seen Merlin. I mean, he is known. A BBC show. He's more known in Britain, yes. Yeah, but, yeah, he's well known in Britain, and I agree that. But it didn't. It, it not, didn't state it had to be an A-list actor. Yeah, it wasn't stated it was not going to be an A-list actor. But the reason I chose Christian Bell is he looks like Harry Mason. That's time. Wow. I was passionate about Tom Ellis. Yeah, I got you. I think what you're trying to you were tra- the show you're trying to remember is EastEnders. Uh, yeah, which is very famous, very. So, all right, uh, Angie, any questions? Come to mind? No, not really. 
Hopefully you all like this as much as I do. <laughs> all right. So the main Okay. Thinking about the character of Harry Mason, his main attributes are kind of being incredibly low key. So what exactly about your character do you think could actually embody him, uh, a character being that low key, considering both these actors generally play a lot more flamboyant roles? Like, what he, about he has moments in Lucifer and other shows where he really is not flamboyant, where he gets quiet and he's more suspenseful. And I think he pulls that off just as well as, well, not just as well as Christian Bale. Christian Bale is a whole other level of actor. I don't think Tom Ellis has had enough time in American movies to be recognized like he can be. But I think he does have it in him where he could do this kind of role and rock it completely, I believe. So you think Loki, he got to be, he's sort of quiet. Like, I'm trying to get the question right. He got to be like quiet. Yeah, I mean, well, think of Harry Mason. Is he yelly and loud and brash? Okay. Um, here we go. Here we go. Um, I mean, Batman Begins is Bruce Wayne. He's sort of low-key. I mean, he's not yelling. He's just sort of like haunted. He's little like when he's he's not yelling a lot. Granted, he yells as Batman, but as Bruce Wayne in that film, he's sort of calm and he's just, you know, his demeanor is like he gets back into Gotham and He's sort of cool, calm, and collective because he has to be cool, calm, and collective because he's Batman at the same time. Playing two characters at the same time, splitting them in half. And I feel like in Batman Begins, he does that well. Um, sort of being that out loud character, but he also can be a quiet, timid, kind, like a quiet character in that film. Um, um, that's the way I see it because there was, I remember there was a scene in there where he literally got to tell Rachel, and this is my favorite scene, he walks up to Rachel, Rachel just comes in there, and he's like, Rachel, you know, this is not who I am. You know, there is a better me. And that scene shows that he can be quiet demeanor. I'm it's like, time. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Do Bruce Wayne impression. <laughs> Do my Bruce Wayne impression? <laughs> yeah. You said that was yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Sorry. I, I had a fucking better one, too. And, uh, you know, Tom Ellis was second on my list, and I chose Tom Ellis. Like, <laughs> no, you might have won. You never yeah, know. Cause... It, that's the thing. It's like I'm, I'm deliberating it right now in my head. Yeah, yeah you might have um, won. Cause... Um, but while you deliberate, uh, the chat is saying that one person thinks that Patrick Wilson would be a good Harry Mason. Because, you know, he he's in a lot of other horror movies, and He's he, in a lot of his movies. He's already kind of like a writer dude, and he's a family-oriented dude. He's been a father figure, so that would be kind of cool. And if somebody said that Kit Harrington would be interesting, he would just look like a wise Harry Mason. Yeah. I think Andrew Lincoln would be great from The Walking Dead. I think he'd be really great because he's oh. my second choice was Andrew um, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield, he'd be good for like a younger, like if they were gonna reboot him into a younger guy. Well, he could grow a beard if he wanted to. Uh, he just looks too baby-faced. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I'm glad that's a good point. And in regards to facts, um, Christian Bale has stated that he is not actually Welsh. He is just English. He was born in Wales, but he is English. Not bad. Right. No, no, but that's it's that's more nationality, and there is yeah. totally a difference between the Welsh and, and yeah, the accent. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
past and anything. Like, if you sorry. watch Hinterland, you will pick up there's a difference. Well, I can tell when Charlie Hunnam speaks, he's Welsh, and he speaks yeah. a little bit differently. He's more harsh in some... Yeah. Uh, uh, Hinterland uh, is on Netflix for the U.S. It's really, really good mystery show. Yeah, but can we just picture for a minute Al Pacino as... Uh, <laughs> I want to get back to what we talked about earlier about how we had like a 1960s Al Pacino Batman and a 1960s Justice League. Trust movie. me, he he never he never shut up. Um, let's see. And in regards to the filmography, Christian Bale yes does have quite a list, but so does Tom Ellis. He has quite the list going. Granted, Tom Ellis has more like TV shows under his belt compared to Christian Bale, but he still has quite a few. He, I mean, he was even in Family Guy as Oscar Wilde. Yeah. He was in, let's see, he, he was in Merlin as, I believe it's pronounced Senred. That's what it is. I was about to say, I, I was about to say. He was also in a Doctor Who episode. Yes, he was in uh, Last of the Time Lords. But was he Doctor Who? <laughs> oh, no. yeah, no, no, that, what? But he has quite the array of TV shows yeah, it's, on it, here. It ranges I, from fantasy to hardcore action and all that stuff. I think uh, he would be. Oh, he was also in a. He was an episode of Waking the Dead, The Midsummer Murders. Like, mm-hmm. if you know British television, you'd recognize him. Right. Uh, I watch a lot of British TV, so I recognize Me too. him. Uh, I, I'm not into it, but I understand if he's famous. I just had to. His breakout has only come from Lucifer in America, and I feel like yes. I I literally gave it to you that hey, most people can break out to the screen that haven't had a lot of screen time. I did say that I was just arguing that Christian Bell has it and he can do it. That's he has more experience, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anybody could look like Harry Mason in makeup. You said Christian Bell, you know. Yeah, I mean that, that's a good point because I'm like, who there can be like. Who can I believe looking at them and go blank innocence basically? And okay. it's very hard because neither of these guys that's not exactly their strong suit. You know? He's Harry Harry's kind of a dull guy. <laughs> you know? Not much going on with Harry. Better than a British actor who's famous in Britain. They're pretty they're kind of dull. Well, man, yeah, yeah. If we would have put I think these would make better James. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you have an opinion, Angie? Um, I don't know. I think. Well, it's for a movie, right? No, this is uh, this is it casting in a remake game, right there. Oh, remake game. Okay. Yeah. Well. So it could be a TV show, Silent Hill? No. Oh. I wish. Oh, shit. I'd like that'd be awesome. I'd say that'd be definitely Tom Ellis. Then again, wouldn't that just be wouldn't that just be Twin Peaks, basically? Yeah. Yeah. Don't shit on my dreams. <laughs> you do not you know who's gonna be cast if it was Twin Peaks. It would be uh, it would be uh, Colin McLaughlin. Come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I would go with Tom Ellis on this one. I, I'm I'm gonna go with Tom too, just because he is a more low key actor, and from what I've seen him, and he has, he's able to 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 rein himself in a lot better than Bale is. Yes. 
because Bale is a great actor, but he's generally loud and ah. He's a, he's a Mac. He's abrasive. Well, hold on. No, 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 no. I did say in Batman, he did yeah, do that. And then he goes and tackles people in a br- Turkish prison. Look, look, I said it's... No, what are you talking No, <laughs> you're going by... No, that's Dark Knight. This is Batman Begins. No, Batman Begins. Yeah, where he first goes into prison for that? Yeah. Yeah. No, he don't go into prison yeah, and start yelling. Yes. No, he doesn't. Yes, We he made does. to sit down and watch Batman Begins. He doesn't start yelling in Batman Begins. He's actually calm. No, he's not. They do. I, I will back him up in that a little bit because he's, he's not really, he still has that gruff voice. Yeah, yeah he's still got that gruff voice. I admit that. But like I said, in as Bruce Wayne, he's not gruff. <laughs> I just want, I don't mind it being Tom. I'm just trying to trying to make no. a point. I'm not no, making I, a point. I understand. I, I get your point. Yeah, just yeah, not yeah. believing. Yeah, yeah. He's not gruff. I'm just like, if you're going by Batman, I'm like, y'all are wrong. I'm just trying to say you're wrong with that. People have said Tom Ellis should play Batman instead of Robert Pattinson. I mean, like if you really good. If you would have taken some of the from Batman, I would have taken uh, Cillian Murphy from Batman Begins. Hell no, I ain't picking him. He's too creepy. Exactly. Who's better in your horror franchise, the creepy or the not? Hey, if Heath Ledger was still alive, he'd have been. I would have picked Heath Ledger. Yeah, Heath Ledger would have been. Yeah, he would have been perfect. But I'm going with Tom Ellis just because he is a much more reserved guy, and I think. I'm doing it. Okay. Okay. So that puts us at uh, two to two, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Very quick. Debating is a lot harder than I thought it was. I've never. Been oh yeah, yeah. It is. is. All right. Sorry if it's not enough detail for everybody. <laughs> well, usually, uh, I that usually we have somebody pick out a question, but not only are we tied. Uh. I'm the one with the with the final question this time and final say for that matter. Okay. So, where did I put that coin? There it is. Oh, fuck. Shit. <laughs> you let it go. Did he, did he see the question? No, there was no. It's not up. It's. It means, oh. Uh, I had to grab a coin and my keyboard fell. Oh, that was the question, guys. <laughs> um, We're right. doing Harvey Dent, heads or tails? Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, you live, you die. <laughs> well, I it, went it, from Silent Hill to Batman so quick with these questions. I know, right? It's, it's kind of sad, really. All right. Uh, Colt near. Heads. Tails. I guess I get tails. Uh, tails it is. Wait, no. Heads it is. Sorry. It's a British. It's a, it's a British pound. So sometimes I have to switch. Oh. Okay. Um. Yeah. No, it's heads. Okay. There. Just in case anyone. I don't. I believe it. All right. No, I was thinking at home. It's like no, no, no. Here. Uh, all right. Uh, do you want to go? Do you want to go first or second? I defer. I'll do second. All right. Here is uh, the beginning of the question. I pick Angie. <laughs> no, you don't get to pick. Well, then. <laughs> you know that. We're not doing that part. I want to pick Angie. This is bullshit. Angie doesn't know. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> I know because I, we said talk before the show. Um... 
Okay. Pick an emotion. Oh gosh. Oh fuck. Is this a hard type of thing? Or? Uh, yeah, just pick, pick, pick an emotion. Anger. All right. Uh, by you. Oh, oh, I thought we were doing him first. No, my own. Oh, we, we are. He's, he's doing, uh, I, I'll be doing Okay. So we'd be doing, uh, here is the second half of the question then. Using those answers. How would you design a Silent Hill creature to be like that? So they got to be angry? No, to represent it. Just like how the, all the creatures in Silent Hill represent a part of the emotions of the, of the people going in it. How would you design a creature of anger, a creature of happiness? How would you make it? Oh, okay. Hmm. I get a few minutes before I talk. Um... Mm. Uh. All right. I I would literally, if I was designing a creature of anger, it would literally has to be, it has to be a flame. Something I, I would literally do do a little flaming creature. It has to be a preacher of flames because anger represents flames. And I would literally have it being um, sort of like a, a creature on fire. It, um, I, I would literally do sort of a, a – I just literally would just do a little blaze of fire, a fireman as it could have. A person that's on fire, that's running, that's anger, that's literally chasing after you every time. Like literally, like a little person that's on fire. It could be a person that's just heated and burned, burned. Just literally, All right. just on fire, and All he's right. coming after you and attacking you. That's it, Mac. That's it. They're done. Yeah. No more. Right. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, I guess I'd do mine more of how Mac mentioned earlier, the mutilated kids or the mutated kids in the hospital in Silent Hill 1. Uh, it would be, for me, it would be a child because I believe that children are creepy as shit. So it'd be a child. And I guess for happiness, it'd be light would be their weapon, I guess. And it would be the type to where you think they're harmless as you walk up on them and then all of a sudden blinding ray of light and you're getting torn apart by this creature while you're blinded so i guess that would be mine because light represents happiness okay all right now uh now is the counterpoint mac do you have a counterpoint um I mean, my, I think my counterpoint is just basically you're just taking a monster from Silent Hill Met 1 and just rehashing it and the light point would be is some, while something is interesting, it just feels like something that's just going to end the game real quick, which is not going to be fun because it's like, oh, here comes his monster. He's happy. Light. Oh, you're dead. It just feels like a it just feels just not fun. It just feels like it just It could be for a hardened difficulty if you wanted it to. Uh, rare true, monster. true. But I, I just feel like that and plus my monster is just literally just they are on fire coming after you and you could kill it. I mean, it's not a hard monster. It's just something that represents the anger of something. Literally coming at you, 
just yelling, screaming at you, coming at you. It's just something that terrifies you. You don't know what it is, but it's supposed to represent your anger coming at you, beating at you. Ah! All right. All right. Uh, your turn, uh, Bayoud. You can rip into uh, his answer. What do you think I is think wrong with I would be more of yours is overdone in a lot of things I would say. Uh, it's kind of a cliched character. Uh, it's more of like the anger, fire, stuff like that, which I get. And I'm not saying mine's original at all. But uh, I guess like, mine would be more of, uh, y'all ever heard of the black-eyed children, like the kids that have like the all-black eyes and stuff? It'd be something like that. They just kind of turn around and you, they've got the smile on their face and you're like, oh, shit, I can trust this. And then you walk up and then boom. You get within a certain radius. You can you can tell that they're that type of monster before you get killed by them. Before you see the light, would be my all right. All right. Any any thoughts? Uh, no, not really. Um, opinions. Oh goodness, there's a lot going on in the chat. Oh. Uh, let's see. Somebody said that they would pick Shy and create them to be like a little girl in the corner of the room. Okay. Um, let's see. Okay. Anxiety and it be past mental health patients with constant outbursts. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that sounds. Just about and right. Corey agrees with Max saying fire equals ang anger. Very pedestrian, he says though. Yeah. Just yeah. taking shots at you. I mean, we weren't, I mean, Corey, we weren't given time to create this. Come on. <laughs> I, I'm going to say with the time allotted, I am much more interested in Bayou's answer, though. And you can't, and I have seen it where you can use the light as a weapon in a game. Uh, if you ever played mm -hmm. Soma, hey, give it to him already, Zach. I, I am, actually, because it make it's a very interesting idea and fits Silent Hill more than running Screaming Man. Okay. I would say it fits Silent Hill more. Okay. Um, so, by you, you win. No, what about Angie? <laughs> Angie didn't have. I, I asked her; she didn't have an answer. So where is that hundred thousand dollar cash prize? No, 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 no. <laughs> what was Angie's answer, Zach? I don't give a fuck about what your answer. What was your answer, Angie? It was by you. Okay, that's better. So yeah. Um, one thought that I did have is. It would have been kind of cool if somebody had said fear and then kind of made it like a scarecrow style kind of a thing. Yeah, but that where there's would like be this like, like, this, like mysterious fog kind of a thing that like got that deep down into your deepest, darkest fears. Granted, yes, it's going back to Batman, but that yeah. but you know, fear has also been used as a weapon in multiple games and has been described as such. Yeah, but like I said, we're not given time, and plus, like I said, it's just it would be the same thing. It wouldn't be un. It would be un. Well, so is anger and fire. I mean. Well, yeah, but he literally took the answer out of a game. So, like I said, we're not giving time. I like mean, this. yeah, but it's what it's, else I could do with what else I could do with anger besides give a kid a temper tantrum, literally let him go uh, get him. Giant, I mean, giant stone punching creature. Uh, once again, sword, we, huge, we huge. Me, me or Joe have not played this game, so we really, I don't think we really give a F. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
I, I mean, Joe, do you understand? Do you understand where yeah, I'm coming from? No, I understand completely because it's been so long that I don't really yeah, remember. I, mean, these. I wasn't. Yeah, I yeah, wasn't me neither. Here and have you go four and zero against me and just? I am not. I, I I was expected to lose because I know nothing about the game. Zachy uh, Dolan that just like wanted. He really wanted this. So I mean, I, we. Really, I like Silent Hill, and I said make it a vote. I just have a feeling he. I'm feeling he made like different Twitter accounts and just literally just voted for Silent Hill. I like, didn't even it. vote. I didn't know y'all had a vote. Next time you have a vote, just text me. I'm voting. All right. Yeah, we, I want it. I really want it. Resident Evil, you know. Yeah, no. I'm good at Resident Evil. You had your own Resident Evil moment already. Let Silent Hill have a chance, okay? Yeah, you've had three. No, yeah. we had one. No, no, we've had three Resident Evil episodes. Y'all are like, yeah, no, we've had three. Three. Hold on, hold on, Joe. What you had to say? Wait, what? Joe, what you had to say? Oh, do y'all ever do like Rockstar games like themed no. episodes? Oh, not, not yet, but that is a possibility in the future. If y'all ever want to do that again, hit me up. I definitely, that's my favorite developer. So, all right. I'm kind of uh, like Zach is with Silent Hill with that kind of shit. Yeah, I was playing Chinatown Wars while, while I was waiting. Well, well Zach, uh, I guess, yeah. But you yeah. lost that argument. I didn't. You did. No, I lost the match. You didn't lose the argument. Any Hoosers. You did lose the argument. Mac, any Hoosers. Huh? Any Hoosers. Oh. <laughs> that is that Wisconsin accent? I don't care. Once again, like I said, Joe, good to you because I really didn't know nothing about Man, this. And I, I got to say, I'm very surprised that uh, I, I honestly, I'm very surprised I won that second question. <laughs> I, I, me too. I thought you were going down the drain with the third one when as soon as she said he killed his wife out of sympathy, I was like... I knew, I thought I was going to win, lose that fight when he, Zach, like, he put so much weight on mine, on yours. I, I you did. I you did. I said, no, I did. I did, yeah, he did. You put so much weight on there, but... Yeah. <laughs> 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 I 
I just learned to accept it now. It <laughs> I, I actually <laughs> only made that joke twice, and then I stopped. I wanted to bring it back to the end. Would you stop making that joke, please? <laughs> oh, you know what? If y'all ever have me back on, then just introduce me as Billy. I'll be okay. Oh, we definitely will have you yeah, back on. You know, by what? It, where, where can people find you? Uh, y'all can find me on Twitter at Seductive Orange. Uh, I made it when I was 16. Don't blame me for that name. And uh, on YouTube at Bayou Bangle 97, uh, I'm gonna be uploading some Let's Plays this week of Outer Worlds gameplay. So oh, that's uh, cool. go ahead and uh, follow me on there. And it's been great having me, you guys. Thank you. All right, uh, Mac, where can uh, where I'm can the people? Last. What? I'm <laughs> the last. No. Yes. No, because you're yes. a contestant. No, no, I'm 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 going to Mac. Zach show. No, yeah. F Zach. It's my show. <laughs> it's not your show. I'm not plugging. <laughs> You're plugging yourself, Mac. Fuck you. I'm not plugging. This is a protest. Mac! Give <laughs> me clout, bro. <sighs> Why? I'm, I'm going to cut you out every time I plug you. We're just going to skip you next time. Okay, yeah. guys. I'm Matt Poole, a.k.a. The Game Fixers. Um, I want to say uh, F you, Zach. Not seriously. Uh, Joe, you did a good job. Uh, I know I'm a little salty, but I'm not, I know it gets salty, but realistically, I just didn't think I was coming in this fight to win. Realistically, I didn't even, to be honest, I didn't even prep for this fight. I had no time. Honestly, I same. I was just afraid to say I, it. I, I, was, I, I, was, I was not even prepped. I was just, I only prepped for one question. So, Are you, are you guys, ha- are you having fun destroying the illusion, Mac? What? Oh, shit. <laughs> What illusion? What what illusion? We're, we're telling I, the I, truth. I, I, yeah. At one point, me and you had to have a talk about this hundred thousand dollar cash prize. You said. There's no hundred thousand cash prize. <laughs> <laughs> There's no hundred thousand cash prize. This unless right. YouTube is paying for it. But guys, right. uh, uh, but seriously, um, I want to thank y'all. Thank I want to thank you for coming on. Um, like I said, I'm sorry if you're tired of me fighting, but I had to step in because Zach knew too much about Silent Hill, and I couldn't just let him get in. It wouldn't be fair, so I didn't know too much about Silent Hill, so I thought it was fair that I got in. And I think I, I had a pretty good time doing this. Um, yeah, I did. I had a good right. time. And also, make sure you go watch some stuff, watch, watch some stuff on the Game Fixers. We got plenty of stuff. Come back Halloween Thursday. We will have the Halloween episode. You didn't think we didn't have a Halloween episode set up, people? No, uh, episode. no, no, no. It's a pre-recorded episode. Uh, yeah, th- this so. is the Halloween live episode. So there's the live episode. There's a pre-recorded, pre-recorded so. episode. So I don't even fun. remember how that episode went at this point. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's, it was fun. Um, you, you, you pr- to tell, believe me, you hate it. Uh, so probably uh, it, you probably did because. All right, fun. Angie. Also, also, I'm not done yet. Also, no, it's I, my show. No, I, I'm not done plugging. I have another show. This is why I wanted to go last. Also, I have. Um, also, I will be working on game the, the the I will be working on let's make it better the movie. Um, um, I am working on that hard and diligently right now. I have got the script right written down. Um, it will be a two-part series, two 30-part, 30 30-minute 30 videos, but combined into a movie, part one, part two, of how the book, how the at little book fan is doing in the game fixers world of reviewing games. It will be fun. It's going to be epic. 
there's going to be punching. It's going to be a Dolomite. It's like, I don't know about Dolomite, but <laughs> there we go. I'm done, Zach. I know you want to stop. <laughs> I do. No, you don't. I really do. I want you to stop. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, Angie? Well, as you guys know, I am Angelic Sin. You can find me here hanging out with the Game Fixers all the time. You can also find me on Mixer, mixer.com forward slash Angelic Sin. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all the same name. And you can also find me on TikTok. All right. You can find me either here or streaming. Uh, just just find my Twitter. Mac, be sure to link to Twitter. Um, no, um, F you. And F all right. So. <laughs> all right. No, no, I got the Twitter on either. All right. Uh, we will see, we will see you guys uh, live again on Monday, right? Yeah, next Monday we have uh, uh, where Angie will be doing the uh, tabletop fight, correct? Yes. Because yeah, me and Mac know jack and shit about tabletop. Exactly, I know jack and shit about right. tabletop. So um, I'm so excited for that one. I am so we, excited. We, we, we'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye. No, I must say it. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Still my show. Is it, it? Has it ever been your show, Mac? You know, no, no, go screw yourself. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you. Bye. Stay along. Hold on. We're not done. We're not off here yet. We're not off. Oh, shit, one of your minutes is not finished.